Paul here with today's tip to help you pass ACLS. Vagal maneuvers are used for the treatment of stable patients in SVT. They're called that because the principal action is stimulation of the vagus nerve. Remember that we gave atropine to unstable patients with bradycardia to block the vagus nerve and speed the heart up? Stimulating the vagus nerve of stable patients with tachycardia to slow the heart is today's Pass ACLS Tip Topic. Listening to a tip daily for a few weeks before your class will help to cement the key concepts needed for you to pass your ACLS written exam and megacode. Push the plus, follow, or subscribe button in your listening app, or activate the Pass ACLS flash briefing skill on your Amazon voice device so you don't miss upcoming tips. You can find additional ACLS-related resources at PassACLS.com. Our first actions when identifying someone with tachycardia is to obtain a quick history, vital signs, and assessment to identify and address potential underlying causes. In addition to physical exertion, several acute medical conditions such as hypoxia, sepsis, and hypovolemia can cause tachycardia. Initial management of tachycardic patients include maintaining the patient's airway, starting oxygen if the pulse ox is less than 90%, hooking up the ECG, starting an IV, and getting a 12-lead. Patients with a heart rate over 150 with hypotension, altered mental status, signs of shock or CHF, or a complaint of ischemic chest pain are considered unstable and should be cardioverted with a synchronized shock after considering sedation. We say to consider sedation because a common side effect of many of the medications used for sedation is hypotension. The next steps in the tachycardia algorithm are dependent on whether the QRS is wider than 0.12 seconds or three tiny boxes on a strip. This is a quick way to assess if the rhythm is SVT or a perfusing VTAC without memorizing the Brugada criteria. If you'd like a review of the Brugada criteria used to differentiate VTAC from SVT with an aberrant conduction, check out the pod resource page at passacls.com. For the remainder of today's episode, let's assume that the tachycardia is a narrow complex and the patient remains stable. In this case, vagal maneuvers is our next intervention. So what vagal maneuver should we start with? Let's start with something simple like Mrs. Smith, can you cough really hard, please? Or Mr. Jones, please bear down hard like you're straining with the bowel movement. In many cases, as simple as they are, those work. Some things that simulate the action of a strenuous bowel movement, like asking the patient to push really hard with their knees bent, or blowing into the end of a needleless syringe, work as well. A while back, I retweeted an online post from an ER physician that showed a patient in SVT convert to a normal sinus rhythm after sneezing during a COVID nasal swab. You may have seen YouTube videos or television physicians dunking a patient's face into ice water. That is to stimulate the dive reflex, which also causes a vagal response. If having the patient cough or other actions that cause them to strain against the closed glottis doesn't work, then ice water could be splashed on their face. By this point, if a serious attempt at a Valsalva maneuver hasn't worked, I'd begin thinking about administration of 6 mg of adenosine rapid IV push immediately followed by a 20 ml flush. A second dose of 12 mg could be given in 1-2 to two minutes if the SVT resumes. 
If the first dose of adenosine helps identify atrial fib or flutter with RVR, a second dose of adenosine is unlikely to be effective. So we should consider switching to a calcium channel blocker or a beta blocker. The final topic of today's ACLS tip topic is carotid sinus massage. If the patient doesn't have a history of arterial sclerosis, TIAs, or stroke, and no bruies are heard while auscultating the carotid artery, carotid sinus massage is a simple maneuver that can be done with minimal effort. Because of the risk of releasing a carotid emboli, some organizations restrict this procedure to physicians and mid-level providers. We should follow our state laws and organization's policies and only perform procedures that are within our scope of practice. For a deeper dive into the pathophysiology and treatment of tachycardia, check out the pod resource page at passacls.com. I've shared links to some of my favorite medical podcasts that discuss ACLS-related topics. In addition to the previously mentioned podcast episode on the Brugada criteria, Cardio Nerds and the Resus Room both have some very good episodes on tachycardia that go well beyond what's needed to pass a provider-level ACLS class. If you found today's review of vagal maneuvers for stable tachycardia helpful, consider giving back via the secure link in the episode description or take a few seconds to share PassACLS.com with your classmates and coworkers on social media. I'm here to help you pass ACLS. Thanks for listening, and good luck with your class.